Welcome back. It's the Jackson Neal Podcast here on Saturday, July 29th. A lot's going on right now in the sports world, and also music-wise, too. Today on, the, on this show, talking about some comments that Odell Beckham made, the New York Giants wide receiver, made this one comment that really caught my attention, a lot of people's attention online. be touching on that in a little bit. And then later on in this episode, a, an album that I've been waiting for for a while now, Amine, his debut project, just got released, the XXL freshman this year, talking about my reaction from that after listening through it a couple times and uh, what I think he showed in his debut release. But first, the other day, Odell Beckham Jr., the New York Giants star wide receiver, made some comments that said that he hopes to become the NFL's highest paid player, which I don't really blame him for. And, you know, any, any player should be hoping to have that honor. Because not only does it show that you're very good, but the, a lot of times money is very important. It's not the reason they play, but it, it's a big perk. So I understand why he said that. But my, my issue with this is the idea that a wide receiver being the highest paid player. I don't really see how a wide receiver deserves to be the player in the NFL that receives the most money. Let me explain. Wide receiver, the NFL has become much more of a passing league. That's obvious. That's been a conversation now for, it feels like forever now, several years, maybe close to a decade, where it's relying on the passing game, and at the center of that is the quarterback. Wide receivers help. They're very, wide receivers are very important. A really good wide receiver helps out their quarterback a lot. But at the end of the day, it's the quarterback that touches the ball on every single play. It's the quarterback that goes back there and distributes the ball around. And now, there are a very select few quarterbacks. Maybe you mentioned Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. The best of the best, I guess you could say. They don't need the great wide receivers. But those are that's a very small percentage. And for teams that don't have that, it might be tempting to spend the money on Odell, on Odell, an incredibly talented wide receiver. But quarterbacks in this league... Even I would even argue that an above-average quarterback is more important to your team than a very good wide receiver. Because everything has to run through the quarterback. There are so many things that they are in charge of. It's the most important position in sports, that and a point guard in the NBA. Quarterbacks, everything goes through them. So the fact that Odell Beckham wants to be the highest paid player. I respect that. I respect that he wants and strives to be at the top of his profession. But there is no way that a wide receiver should earn more than a quarterback. Because of the impact that that position has, a QB has, I would pay more for an above average quarterback than I would for Odell Beckham. Because Odell will be will help the team out a lot. He'll catch his passes, he'll you know, he'll get, his, he'll get his stats, he'll do his thing. But what a QB can do is he can distribute the ball to other people. Is he makes other people better. Is that maybe that tight end, that's, that's solid. The quarterback can raise his game and all of the other wide receivers. So at the end of the day, Odo, I, can, I understand and respect why Odo wants to be the highest paid player. But it's, it should not end up that way. There is no way that a wide receiver should be outpriced from a quarterback because at the end, because the position and the value of it is so much different. There are so many good wide receivers in this league. 
You see teams all the time with two, three good wide receivers. The New York Jets, they had Eric Decker and Brandon Marshall. I would consider to be two, two really good wide receivers. Fitzpatrick had that amazing year, and the team, the team went 11-5, and they had that really good season. Fitzpatrick doesn't do so well. Would you look at that? The Jets aren't as good. They still have Marshall and Decker. They still have two good wide receivers. But the quarterback play falters, and so does the overall team. And wide receivers are reliant on the person that throws them the ball. Odell's been with Eli his entire career. Now, say what you want about Eli, but he's a quarterback that's won two Super Bowls. He may have his fair share of turnovers, but he can he's still one of the better QBs in the league. He's still in the top half of in terms of talent and, and play in the NFL. So I don't understand. If I was running an NFL team, I would never spend more on a wide receiver than I would for my starting quarterback. The hard part is, is finding. Like, good QBs don't come on the market very often because of how rare they are to get. But you don't want to come into the situation where you're paying this star wide receiver this absurd amount of money and you can't keep your franchise QB in your city because of this other wide receiver that's taking up all the cap space. Especially with the salary cap. You you have to spend your money in the right spots. And any team that you see that spend their money on these high-priced free agents in these very in these various positions, it doesn't really work out. They don't make it very far. It's always the Patriots, it's always the uh, Steelers, the Packers that are at the towards the end of the season in January and February. They're still playing those games. You never see that. They don't go out and they don't pay absurd amounts for not a Sue. The Miami Dolphins do that. And there's a reason you don't see them in the playoffs. There's a reason you don't see them making those deep runs. Because in the NFL, where there's that strict salary cap, and you have all those positions, you need to choose very wisely where you spend each and every dollar. And spending a ton on a wide receiver does not make sense. Because there's the quarterback, and and there's all these other positions you have to worry about. The only person I could see being in a contention for the highest paid player and in, in, in any position in the NFL is the quarterback because of how much impact they have on a game. Wide receivers make some catches, but the QB touches the ball every single play. So, talking a little sports here, but I want to switch it up. Go into some music because Amine, I had talked about this on my radio show a little bit. Amine is this um, up-and-coming hip-hop artist out of Portland. He had his lead single, Caroline, off of his brand new album, Good For You. And this album was released this past Friday. And as soon as it was released, I was so excited to hear it. And I had a lot of expectations going in. As I thought about it more up leading up this week, I, I began to get some expectations of, you know, I thought that this could possibly be the best project by XXL Freshman this year. That Amine, I saw the track listing, that there was, there was some really uh, big names as the guest features. I thought that you know maybe we were wrong to doubt Amine in his inclusion in the double XL list, and that maybe this guy could become one of the best off of it. But I was saying all of that even without seeing a debut full-length project from the guy. Now though, we have that project, and after listening to it, it did not disappoint. Throughout it, Amine is able to blend this hip hop and R and B. It's a very unique style. Because nowadays you hear a lot more melodies in rap and hip hop, and he has his he does that he includes a lot of melody, but it's in his own way, which I really which I really like. If I think the best examples of these are on the songs "Hero" and "Spice Girl," directly following "Caroline," where he really is able to blend that and create his own kind of style, something that you don't 
You, no one else really does that. I like artists that do that. One of the reasons why I'm a huge fan of Nav is because his vocals, they just sound like no one else's. They have this sound to it that, you know, no, I've never really heard anyone else get at. Travis Scott's similar like that. So, I, I really appreciate his, his whole style. But if you look at the album in general, one of the biggest things I kept talking about it was the features. Because a lot of times with a young artist, you look at the features as, you know, they're, are they getting the stamp of approval from the industry? Are other artists willing to, you know, work with them and were willing to appear on their project? And that's when I saw who was on here. Ty Dolla Sign, Nelly, Offset, Charlie Wilson, and Kalani. That's a star-studded list. That's a stacked roster of features for this album. So I was impressed when I saw that. After hearing them, you know, there was a couple maybe that fell a little short in terms of expectations. But at the end of the day, they still contributed to the album. And I felt like they were, they were, those features were needed where they were. But I'd have to say that Offset on Wedding Crashers is by far, hands down, the best feature on this album. That He's able to turn that song into another single to come off this album. Because there's a lot of good tracks on here, but you listen through and you say, where's besides Caroline, where's that other song that's going to kind of uh, pop? Where's that other song that might play on the radio off this album? It's got to be Wedding Crashers. So, look at this album. There's Caroline, which we already saw blow up. Wedding Crashers, who I think is a, as a song could get some could get some attention on the radio and climb the charts a little bit. But I'm going to say it's a very solid debut project and one that I'm now looking forward to see what Elsie Amine does in the future. Because he's now proven, in my eyes, that he definitely deserved that double XL spot. He has his own kind of style, and I want to see how he develops that. That'll wrap it up for this edition of the Jackson Neal Podcast. Big thank you for listening. Remember, subscribe. SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. In the same podcast feed as this one, check out the Anything Goes with Jackson Neal podcast. Uh, that comes out weekly. Show airs Thursdays, 6 to 8. Next week will be Friday, uh, I think 3 to 5. Not sure about that. Check Jack's, at Jackson Neal 20 on Twitter to catch when the show will be airing. Also, the links to the podcast. But I interview musical artists on that. This past week, had one of my favorite shows of all time. Had Wicca Phase Springs Eternal talking about uh, his group, Goth Boy Click, that he started, that has Lil Peep in there, um, and also his uh, new EP, Raw and Declawed. Loved that interview. And also, one of my favorites, Taya Bali, talked to him. He has his brand new album, Prop 215, coming out in August, he said. He also has a new single, Contagious, coming out next Tuesday. All of that in the interview. That's That was the past episode, so go check that out. Um, you can always find these updated th- often throughout the week, talking about sports and music. As always, thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you guys next time.